Have you ever just created a monster and then let it run and see what kind of damage it's done? You haven't? Neither have I, but I kind of want to. So we're talking about monster movies tonight. So let's start the show. Spooky, scary skeletons and shivers down your spine. Shrieking skulls will shock your soul and seal your doom tonight. Spooky, scary skeletons speak with such a screech. You'll shake and shudder in surprise when you hear these zombies shriek. We're so sorry, skeletons, you're so misunderstood. You only want to socialize. But I don't think we Hi, I'm Evan. I love movies, and you should too. Tonight, a podcast about crazy animals with wings, 90s stars, 80s stars, creature features. Because tonight we're talking probably one of the worst movies I'm going to cover, and I love it to death. It's called Bats. The full moon of October is known as the Hunter's Moon. This October, the hunters will be out in force, filling the hungry sky. And you are the midnight snack. So if you've never heard of this movie, I wouldn't be surprised. It is a low-budget creature feature that was cut to shreds and then put out on Halloween by Destination Films. They were like the sci-fi horror entity, I think from Dimension. I don't know. I know they put out a bunch of pretty awful films. I mean, they weren't critically acclaimed or anything like that, but... I watched them. I definitely watched a bunch of them, and this is one of them, and I think this might be the best one of the bunch. It is a creature feature about killer bats, and it's basically everything you know about creature features that goes into this movie. You got a mad scientist working for the government who makes killer bats, and they run rampant in a town in Texas, and another scientist, her co-worker, and the sheriff have to figure out how to stop them before, you know, they spawn and kill everybody and the whole world's infested by bats. That's basically it. Is this a fun movie? Hell yeah, this is a fun movie. Is it dumb and stupid? Hell yeah, it's dumb and stupid. Does it star Lou Diamond Phillips and Dina Meyer? Hell yeah, it does. This movie is awesome. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. And I'm going to tell you why it's awesome. And it'd be even awesomer. And that is a word because I don't give a fuck. It's a word. I'm going to say a lot of fucks tonight because I really don't give a fuck at the moment. Shout Factory needs to figure out where the fuck the R-rated footage for this movie is and give us a good damn Blu-ray of it because it's impossible to find a regular Blu-ray of it. I mean, it's streaming. That's how I saw it. It's streaming on Amazon Prime. If you want to watch it, trust me, you're going to want to watch it. Grab some beers, maybe have a, a watch party on Amazon or through Twitch, because I think you can do that. If you have a Twitch account, you can do that. I might be doing that soon. Shut up. I'll tell you about that. Maybe on Patreon. But watch this movie because it's just fun. It's the Halloween season. It's spooky month. It's spooky season. 
watch a fun, dumb movie and have a good time. This movie came out in October of 1999, October 22nd to be certain. It was directed by Louis Morneau, who's mostly done video on demand movies. His big one is Retroactive. It's a sci-fi action drama about a psychiatrist who goes back in time to try and save this woman who was killed by her husband. And it stars Jim Belushi. He worked with Jim Belushi quite a few times, so that's our director. He also directed Joyride 2, which I haven't seen, but I haven't even heard of it. Joyride, the first one's kind of cool. Get to see Paul Walker, rest in peace, and Steven Sounds, but that's a fun part. And the chase scenes are pretty good. It's very tense. I don't think it lives up to the hype that it was given, at least from my point of view, but it's an okay movie. But what's really, really funny about this film, it was written by John Logan. It's one of the first movies written by John Logan. John Logan is a three-time Oscar nominee. He's written Gladiator, Skyfall, The Aviator, The Last Samurai, and Sweeney Todd. He started out in Creature Features, and I really like that because, I'm sorry, he's wrote the best Bond of all time. The best Bond movie of all time is Skyfall. Fight me. Go ahead and try. My Bond knowledge will bury you any day of the week. So yeah, we have a three-time Oscar nominee writing this campy, goofy, 90s action horror movie about killer bats. It's funny how some people come up. So the cast stars Lou Diamond Phillips, as I mentioned. And if you don't know, don't know who Lou Diamond Phillips is, La Bamba, Young Guns, The Big Hit, Courage Under Fire. You know Lou Diamond Phillips. He's on that show now, Prodigal Son. He's been on plenty of TV shows. In the 80s, he was like, I don't know if he was a B-list star. I mean, La Bamba made him A because it was such a huge movie. But I don't know if he ever reached the heights of an A. Like, especially in Young Guns. He's not even the most prominent star in Young Guns. I mean, think about who's in Young Guns. You got the Estevez, and you got the Sutherland, and you got the Sheen. I mean, back in the day, those were all A-listers. But Ludami Phillips, is when I see him, I'm usually happy about it if he's on screen. He's a good actor. I enjoy things he's been in. Also in this film is Dina Meyer, who I mentioned as well. And I love Dina Meyer. Don't get me started on who should have died in Starship Troopers. Oh, spoiler if you've never seen Starship Troopers. And if you've never seen Starship Troopers, stop this podcast. Go watch Starship Troopers and then come back to this podcast. And you'll love Dina Meyer. Do not get me started on who should have died in Starship Troopers. Are you kidding me? Dina Meyer, Denise Richards, really? Really? Ugh. Anyway, she's also been in, uh, she was a main staple in the Saw movies, at least the first four. And she also is in Giant Mnemonic with Keanu Reeves. And she was in Star Trek Nemesis. And she's been all over TV. Criminal Minds, CSI Miami, CSI Vegas, NCIS, Castle, Six Feet Under. So if you saw her face, you know exactly who she is. She's a good character actor. And I've had a crush on her since Starship Troopers. And I still do. She's amazing and awesome. And she's very, very cool in this. And she has blonde hair in this one, which is really cool. She plays a really cool scientist. He explained to me all the good things bats do, like pollinating rainforests and eating insects and what have you. And then he made me hold it. And I got to tell you, it was the gentlest thing I'd ever seen. Guess I've just been back crazy ever since. The thought of killing one goes against everything I've come to believe. 
Well, I'll tell you what, you catch one of those things tonight, I'll bet it's belly for you. Hell, I might even take it out to dinner and a movie. <laughs> also in the cast is Bob Gunton. He is the crazy mad scientist Alexander McCabe, who creates these killer bats that start destroying, decimating a town in Texas. You will know him as the warden in the Shawshank Redemption. He's also in uh, Broken Arrow. He's the rich guy working with John Travolta. And he was in Demolition Man. He is the main, I think, chief of police in the future. And then he's been on all sorts of shows. He was on Judge Amy. Or just Judging Amy. One of those. He's also been on CSI. He's been on Spin City 24. And he was on Daredevil. And then last but not least is an actor I really enjoy also when he shows up. So there are three actors in this movie. Lou Diamond Phillips, Dina Meyer, and this actor who I'm going to mention right now that I enjoy when they show up in movies. His name is Leon. And you know him. He was from Cool Runnings. He's one of the main villains in Cliffhanger. He's really good in Cliffhanger, even though he gets a horrific death. He's pretty, he's good as a real, he's really good as a bad guy. He's also in the Five Heartbeats and he was in Above the Room and he was on TV on HBO's Odds. All of these actors and actresses, you know them if you saw their faces and they make for a really good film. Like the three of them have really good chemistry. Like you get to meet Dina Meyer's character and Leon's character first and their chemistry is really good. Like they, they have this like, it's not a little flirty, but it's like respect for each other and then respect for the job. And then also they take the job seriously, but then they also don't take the job seriously because they work with bats and they're kind of like scientists, but it's goofy. And I'll get to that later because there's a there's a reason why the movie is partly goofy, partly not goofy. But when Lou Diamond Phillips shows up, like the three of them just oh, make the film so much better. When, it's on, when they're on screen, the film is fun. It's a fun creature feature. When they're not on screen, it's like, uh, can we see some bats destroy people and rip people's throats out, tear people apart? Because that's fun. And we do get to see that. You do get to see that. Surprisingly enough for a PG-13. It's mean. This is a mean fucking movie let me tell you like there is no one safe from these bats they kill kids they kill old people they kill middle-aged people they kill teenagers they even kill a baby you don't see it i'm pretty sure it's probably in the r-rated cut i'll get to that too man this movie's mean and i love that for the most part well i'd say about half the film it's puppets and puppeteers and puppet bats so they actually look really gruesome and really disgusting and i really like that it's just when they have cgi bats to make them like more of a horde of bats and the cgi is the cgi holds this movie back because it's it's not good I'll, I'll tell you right now it's not good but when the puppet bats are on screen it's great but when the cgi bats are on screen it's just as bad as anaconda i'm gonna give you a hot take here I'd rather watch Bats than Anaconda. I don't give a shit about the cast in Anaconda. Let's see here. J-Lo. All right. J-Lo's cool. I like J-Lo. Ice Cube's a douche. We just found this out. So, yeah, pass on him. Owen Wilson's annoying. Who else is in that cast? Uh, John Voight's a creep. Oh, what a surprise. John Voight is a creep and plays a creep in a movie about snakes. Who would have thought that? And then there's a few other people in the cast, but I don't get the love for Anaconda. I really don't. I watched it when I first saw it. I thought it was okay when I first saw it, when I was like younger. Now that I've seen so many other creature features, I'm just like, there are way better movies, way better monster movies than this. And I'd much, in 90s monster movies, I'd, I'll take bets any day over Anaconda. Come for me. I'm sorry. 
I'm in that mood today. I'm in a fighting mood. Using my words to fight. Come for me! Anyway, so Dina Meyer and Leon's character are just doing research on bats. And when they find out that there are genetically enhanced omnivore bats in Texas. And they start to kill people. They're spawning. And it's really bad. And they got to do something about it. And she's the furthermost expert, I guess, on bats. You'd think they'd have a group of people that'd be experts, but anyway, it takes away from the plot. So they have to team up with Lou Diamond Phillips and his sheriff's department to take down these bats and also make sure that crazy mad scientist doesn't just release them because he thinks he can control them because he's like Frankenstein. He's a crazy mad scientist and he thinks he can control these bats. And uh oh, I can't control these bats. I can call them and they'll come to me. They're not going to listen to me. They're just going to rip my throat out and tear me apart. And that's what they do to him. And it's okay. It's not his. Uh, Bob Guton plays the villain well enough. I mean, you definitely want to see him die, but it, that's not as bad as it should be. And also, like, he doesn't get under your skin where it's like the good guys are really good and you run a route for them. But he's not bad enough to equalize it out like they are better than he is. And performance wise, it's not like The Dark Knight where you have a villain who is just awesome and so captivating that you just want to keep seeing him on screen. Not in this movie. Not in this B-Bat movie. The film has some really good moments. It's got some decent kills, especially when its actual effects work. Practical effects and not CG effects. It has good, a few good characters. As I stated, the three main actors are really good together. It's got some decent actions. It's got some explosions. It's really goofy. All right, so here's the thing. They cut footage out of the film. So initially, this film was supposed to be like a horror comedy it was supposed to be goofy and be and a goofy monster movie about killer bats. So they cut the film and made it a little more serious where you still get touches of goofiness and touches of comedy, which I like. They're sprinkled throughout. But I think if they had gone full fledged, this is a goofy, fucking crazy, oddball little creature feature, I think it would have won over even better. And I really, really want to know what that footage is is missing. Can we see that footage? Because I'm pretty sure it, this movie is PG-13. I'm pretty sure it initially was R and it got cut to try and make some money as a PG-13, which I still like it as a PG-13, but I really want to see the R cut. There's so much that seems to be missing that you can kind of tell that's probably in the R cut. That's why I'm saying Scream Factory, please find if you could find missing footage from Friday the 13th, which was how many years ago? So much missing footage from those Friday the 13th movies in the 80s. You can find the footage from Bats. Give us a new cut, probably longer, probably more violence, more gore, more humor. That's what I want from this film. I mean, I love it as much as I do right now, and I'll love it even more. And I think more people will enjoy it because it's goofy and it's R and it really sticks to the mold of not taking itself too seriously. And it's mean. Like, I love that it's so mean. It's so vicious at times. And I really want the gore to come out. I really want the mean spirit of the script to come out. Like, let's have this cut. Give us this cut, please. As a film fan, as a horror fan, give us this cut. 
And when we get it, I know we're going to get it eventually one day. It's not going to be anytime soon, but we'll probably get it one day. I'm hoping I'm like junk food cinema where they start talking about a movie and then eventually they get that movie like Grizzly 2. They talked about Grizzly 2 for how long? And then we eventually are getting a Grizzly 2 cut like soon, which is wild. So here's my wishing into the atmosphere that we get like the uncut version of that with all the goofy footage all of the horror, all of the terror still be mean, but a longer, just R-rated or uncut version of this film because it'd be, it would just be awesome. Did I say Dimension Films at the beginning? If I said Dimension Films at the beginning, I'm an idiot. It's Destination Films. Destination Films is the company that put this out. It was their first release, and they wanted something for a Halloween release. They went with bats. It's a perfect Halloween movie. Like, it's about killer bats. And it's really goofy and it's fun. And that's what you need sometimes in a, just a low budget horror movie. You just need some fun and some craziness and a mad scientist making crazy bats that are going to just take over the world and kill us. They're like murder hornets, except these were created because the government is experimenting, trying to make things better because they always need a killing machine. We don't always need a fucking killing machine. Haven't you motherfuckers figured it out yet? We don't need unstoppable killing machines. Because you know what happens to unstoppable killing machines? You can't unstop the unstoppable killing machines. They just decide to destroy us. Stop experimenting. Make things better, not meaner. That's my words of the day. So yeah, this is a fun fucking movie. I would say definitely if you're in the mood on a late night during this month, it's on Amazon Prime. Check it out for free. I got nothing else for you guys. We're going to chug along here on Spooky Month. Next week, we will have very big episode. Two big episodes, actually, because Zimmy's coming back. So next week, we're going to have a very big episode on one of my favorite films in general of all time. And I can't wait to just gush about this film and to fight people about this film after I drop the episode, because I'm going to fight people about this film after I drop the episode. The film is infamous. The director is infamous. And now, the writer of the original story, I'm not a fan of. And I'll explain why on the episode. So you know where to find me. Reach out to me. I'm on Twitter almost all the time. So you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Johnny. That's J-O-H-N-N-Y-P-H-R-E-A-K. Hit the show up on Instagram and Twitter. It's I Love Movies. You should too. If you're listening on Anchor, Anchor is our home. We love you. Thank you for listening on Anchor. If you're subscribed on Spotify, thank you for listening on Spotify. Share us with your friends and family. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, a five-star review goes a very long way, especially if you love the show. So please subscribe, rate, review, and listen some more because we're not stopping. And then if you really love the show, sign up for one of the tiers on Patreon and keep the lights on for us because as I keep saying every week, I love doing this. I want to keep doing this. So I'm Evan. I love movies. You should too. I'll see you soon. 